for Monday, October 25th. It's the early word from the WNYC Newsroom. Hello, I'm Lance Lucky, and for Isaac Davy Aronson, with a look at this morning's top news stories, the day ahead, and reporting highlights from the WNYC News team. Coming up, New York's senior Senator Charles Schumer and his Republican challenger Jay Townsend held a spirited debate last night, squaring off on health care and other issues. And Bob Henley tells New Jerseyans there's still time to apply to vote via snail mail. We'll start with the morning's top headlines just ahead. The Early Word is a production of WNYC Radio. You can support this podcast by making a donation at WNYC.org, where you can also get the latest updates on this morning's headlines on the news page. A bomb planted on a motorcycle exploded at the gate of a famous Sufi Muslim shrine in central Pakistan, killing at least four people this morning. The blast at the Farid Shakar Ganj shrine in Punjab province was the latest in a string of attacks targeting Sufi shrines in Pakistan. Islamist militants often target Sufis whose mystical practices clash with their hardline interpretations of Islam. Hurricane Richard is pounding the tiny Central American nation of Belize with strong winds and heavy rain. The U.S. National Hurricane Center says the Category 1 storm with 90-mile-per-hour winds made landfall last night on the Caribbean coast about 20 miles south-southwest of Belize City. The cholera outbreak in Haiti is of growing concern. Health officials and aid workers are worried it could spread to the expansive and squalid camps for earthquake survivors in the capital. The bacterial disease has killed 250 people in rural areas and sickened more than 3,000. The war crimes trial of a Canadian held by the U.S. since he was 15 is due to resume today. But 24-year-old Omar Qadir's lawyers are hopeful a last-minute plea deal could halt it. Qadir is accused of throwing a grenade that killed a U.S. soldier in Afghanistan in 2002. Senator John Kerry says the U.S. remains committed to playing a positive role to ensure a peaceful outcome to a referendum that could split Sudan into two countries. Kerry met with leaders from the North and South during a three-day visit. He says he's been assured Sudan is committed to holding the January referendum. In local news, high school crowding may be worse than usual this year in Queens, according to the teachers' union. James Vasquez, the representative for Queens High Schools, says principals are working hard to keep classes from getting too large by reprogramming schedules and adding more teachers. But he says Bayside, Cardozo, and the new Metropolitan High School are still packed. You have situations in which not only the hallways are crowded, but obviously the days are extended. The kids are now staying later and sometimes staying or coming in earlier than they may have before. The Department of Education confirms that Metropolitan has 411 kids, 61 more than the target. Benjamin Cardozo in Flushing has about 40 more kids than expected. Vasquez says the city should send more students to underutilized schools, but a Department of Education spokesman says it's too early to make any determinations on class size or enrollment because they're still fluctuating daily. Several recent suicides by young people has raised awareness of the problem. At a march yesterday across the Brooklyn Bridge, Jennifer Burke recalled the debilitating depression her brother suffered before he took his own life. But, you know, on the other hand, he was he was a really good athlete. He was a loving family man, a great brother, really funny and creative. And I just think that there's so many things that go on in someone's life that you might not know about. Burke flew in from Chicago to march with hundreds of others at the annual event organized by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Similar marches took place in cities across America. Organizers say turnout was significantly higher this year. 
About 40% of New York City teens are sexually active, according to a new health department study, which surveyed more than 17,000 high school students. The newly released study in the journal Pediatrics finds that among those who reported having intercourse, 7% of males and 12% of females reported doing so with members of the same sex. This group also reported riskier behavior than those who only engaged members of the opposite sex. They had much higher rates of unprotected sex and experienced a much greater incidence of sexual violence. A researcher from the health department says the figures suggest teens involved in same-sex relations need more help from health educators and that schools and clinics should seek these teens out more actively to provide that help. Taking a look at the calendar this Monday, on the steps of City Hall today, New Yorkers for Term Limits founder Ronald Lauder, State Conservative Party Chairman Michael Long, and NYCivic.org founder and former City Parks Commissioner Henry Stern preview a televised commercial promoting the ballot proposal to establish term limits. There's a big economic conference called the Buttonwood Gathering. WNYC is covering it at the CUNY Graduate Center, where former Treasury Secretary Robert Rubin leads a simulation of what would happen if a U.S. state had a complete fiscal meltdown. Later today, Bank of England Governor Mervyn King discusses international reform in the financial sector. Meanwhile, today in Washington, the Federal Reserve and the FDIC co-host a two-day conference on mortgage foreclosures and the future of housing finance. And the National Association of Realtors releases existing home sales numbers for September, some of what's happening this Monday. New York's senior Senator Charles Schumer defended his legislative record last night in a televised debate with his Republican challenger, Jay Townsend. Schumer said health care reform has already had an impact by protecting people with pre-existing medical conditions. But the number one thing the bill is going to do in 2014 when the exchanges start is finally get a hold on the increase in costs, the premiums that go up and up. It is estimated that premiums will go down 20 percent once there's competition. But Jay Townsend, a Hudson Valley political consultant who had long sought the debate with Schumer, said he's tired of the Obama administration's empty promises. Oh, I love all of these promises that we hear. Just be patient. Just be wait. We were wrong about the rising premiums. We were wrong about the taxes. We were wrong about the deficit spending required. But hang around until 2014 and it will all be better. That audio courtesy of New York One, a Marist poll released Friday, had Schumer, who's seeking a third term, leading Townsend by 28 percentage points among likely voters. And you can tune in tonight to hear a debate between the candidates vying to become New York's next attorney general, Staten Island District Attorney Dan Donovan and State Senator Eric Schneiderman. It's tonight at 8 on AM 820 WNYC and WNYC.org. In New Jersey, voters have been casting ballots by mail for weeks. WNYC's Bob Henley says there's still time to apply to vote via snail mail. To receive your ballot by mail, an application must be received by your county clerk by tomorrow, Tuesday. Those applications can be easily downloaded from the state's Division of Elections website, where voter can also apply in person to their county clerk until 3 p.m. the day before the election. With one application, voters can choose to receive a mail ballot for all future general elections. The vote by mail has meant a shift in strategy for get-out-the-vote efforts that just used to be confined to rounding up absentee ballots and getting voters out to the polls the day of the election. For WNYC, I'm Bob Henley. And finally, Rheingold is back. The iconic brand was once the best-selling beer in New York. Now it's been relaunched by Wilton, Connecticut-based Drinks Americas. Founded in 1883, Rheingold featured a well-known jingle, memorable advertising, 
and, of course, the Miss Rheingold pageant, which got more New Yorkers' votes than the 1960 Kennedy-Nixon election. Historical Rheingold advertising featured the likes of John Wayne, the Marx Brothers, Jackie Robinson, and Nat King Cole. J. Patrick Kenny, CEO of Drinks Americas, said Rheingold never hesitated from having people of various ethnic backgrounds in its advertising, even during times when other advertisers shied away from the potential controversy. Let's wrap it up with the Gig Alert. Hawaiian ukulele virtuoso Jake Shimabukuru plays melodies, harmonies, and bass parts all at once on his featherweight instrument. This track, 143, Kelly's song, may be on the lighter side of Shimabukuru's compositions, but it showcases just how well he can make that four-string guitar sing. Check out his music tonight at the Highline Ballroom and download this track on WNYC's culture site, Just click on culture at WNYC.org. You can learn more about all the stories you heard here, download more podcasts, and go in-depth with our reporters on the news blog. That's all at our website, WNYC.org. You can hear us there 24 hours a day as well as on the air at 93.9 FM and AM820. From the WNYC Newsroom, I'm Lance Lucky. Have a great Monday.